And, and this, this just sounds so repetitive, you know? The Lord of our life needs to be Jesus. Just let him be your Lord. Well, that, that's really what it is all about. But for him to be your Lord, for him to be led by the Holy Spirit, means that we give up our own completely and totally to him. And that's so simple, yet it can be such a battle. Such a battle to do. not do what we want to do. And it, it can be just real little things. I, I just think about how we can we can say, well, we, we repent and we're, and we're sorry. And, but what he wants is to change our heart. Is to come to change our heart. And, and when that happens, I, I think we'll experience like you can know it away you can bring it. Thank you. 
ordained before the world and the glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for they had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Christianity is so great of a mystery that the world, the world system, crucified Christ. You want to talk this morning about a mystery. I know this is the time of year when we think about joys and the overwhelming celebration of joy. And uh, when Brother Mike prayed, I thought about the burdens that a lot of people are having this time of year and how we're coming that as well. But we want to talk about a mystery this morning. You'll turn your Bibles to the book of Timothy, the first book that Paul wrote to Timothy. And you open up to the third chapter. Third chapter of 1 Timothy. I just want to read one verse there at the end of the chapter. And without controversy, great is the mystery of judgment. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles. We on the world received up in the glory. Now, if you're just reading along here and just say you read this context of the, this third chapter, you might wonder why in the world that verse is at the end of this chapter from the context of the chapter. But if you study the chapter a little bit, you understand why it is. You know, Paul was pointing out blameless believers with pure conscience to be teachers and leaders in the house of God, the church of the living God, the ground and color of the truth. He was talking about kingdom men and women, and in order for them to be that way, they must be godly. Yieldedness to the character of God and God's things is their reverential fear. Thank you, men, for opening. You know, I want to do that. I want to do that. But you know, within me, within my created being and myself, I have not the ability to do so. That's just the way it is. And Paul knew that too, and that's why he put this verse in here. So what we'd like to do this morning for just a little bit is consider the mystery of God. The mystery of God is what will be our title today. You know, though I cannot understand it, I must believe it by faith. The mystery of God. Well, first here, Paul says in this verse that Without controversy. Now, what he's, what he's telling Timothy here is that, that all believers would acknowledge that godliness is a mystery. All believers will not challenge that this is a mystery. And the mystery is not contested 
great. Not only is it the type controversy, but it's great. Now, there's been a lot of mysteries over time that by intelligent minds have been solved, but not God's. That is so far above and beyond the reasoning and the intellect of natural man that is unsolved. That's what this verse says. You know, I think about the prophets quite a long while ago. And he recorded the words of the Lord himself. The Lord said, My thoughts are so high above your thoughts, and my ways are so high above your ways. It's as much different as the heavens and the earth, the distance between each other. And so he says, Because there's that much distance between them, you don't know what they are. You don't know my thoughts. And my way. That's what the Lord said. Now, I think that up again in the New Testament with what We read about it here. All these spiritual things that the, that the Spirit of God teaches are understood only spiritually, and the natural man cannot understand them. But if we look uh, at his chapter or his book to the Romans, he explains this just a little bit more when he says the depth of the riches. The wisdom and the knowledge of God are unsearchable, the judgments are past finding out. No one knows the mind of the Lord or the finished counselor, for it is first given to him that it would be recompensed to him again. So the ways and the thoughts of God are a great mystery. Now think about Jesus when he prayed. For all of us and his disciples. And he prayed words like this This is life eternal, to know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom he has sent. And that has a precious application. But I'd like to say that it goes beyond that, and in the spiritual realm, there will be an Before you think about this, you think that we will ever understand God completely? Well, so through these uh, mysteries being uncontroversial and great. Paul introduces them to Timothy in six different mysteries. God is 
manifest in the flesh, he was justified in the spirit, he was seen of angels, he was preached unto the Gentiles, he was believed on the world, and he was received up in his glory. I'm just going to touch just a little bit on a few of these. These are old sermons that are inexhaustible. Think about this is probably the time of the year that we would think most about this first mystery that God is manifest in the flesh. And let me just use one verse that, that John records in his gospel. It says, The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Deity incarnate. Emmanuel, God with us, mighty God, the everlasting drawer, salvation, robed in flesh. And you know, Jesus said words like this. He said, If you've seen me, you've seen my Father. Don't seem like it's such a great message, does it? God. Manifest in flesh. Man and God all wrapped up together at the same time, the same place. It's so great a mystery we couldn't even begin to understand. Way on us, and yet we believe it, and we need it. We need it so bad. You know, I think the little girl, she laid in bed about an hour. She couldn't sleep. It was dark and she was afraid. And she tried to calm herself, but the more she tried, the, the worse her anxiety got. <clears throat> and so she called her mother, and she told her she was afraid. She couldn't sleep. And her mother said, Well, we'll, we'll pray together. Prayer. Put it in, her mother got ready to leave the room. And her daughter reached out and took her hand and she said, No, I don't want you to leave. I want you to wrap your arms around me and hold me tight. Her mother said, Well, said, we've, uh, we've prayed with God, but he's a lot bigger than I am. And the girl said, well, I'm having to tell myself. I believe that God will take care of me. I need God with skin on. You know, we all live, that's why Jesus came. He came to us lifeless. Great is the mystery of Godliness. There's a little side note I'd like to discuss here about that story. For those of us that have children and grandchildren, Let's try to be extra sensitive to the needs. Spend more time than we think we can afford. And I tell you this from experience because the window is so narrow. And if I miss that opportunity for investment, it's gone forever. Great is the mystery of godliness, justified in the Spirit. When you think of Jesus as a, the, the reproach that he bore as a sinner, 
how he suffered for sin, he died on the cross, and he was raised in power. A sacrifice to all acceptance to God, a ransom payment for sin, for whosoever will. And I know that's more than we can wrap all of our mind around it. Peter puts it like this in just one verse. He said, uh, words like this. For Christ also hath suffered for sin, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. The mystery of godliness justified in the Spirit. He was quickened by the Spirit. Like for you, when you go home and study the 14th, 15th, and 16th chapters of the Gospel of John, and I would like for you to especially note the relationship between Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit to Jesus. And there's just one point we'd like to make right now is that right now, Holy Spirit is glorifying Christ. The mystery of Godliness. And the prophet says that when I shall make his soul an offering for my sins by faith, then I am justified before God. Like for you, look at two verses again. Romans 8 and 11. But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also put in your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwells in you. Now skip down to verse 16. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. This is what I want. From justified in the Spirit. God is justified to impute Christ's righteousness to you, and He is justified to dwell in you in His Holy Spirit. Amen? I don't understand that. That's a mystery to me. But I believe. Holy Spirit indwelling. I will always meet him. Want to use another illustration here? You know, it's probably been almost 60 years since I learned how to ride bikes. And uh, some of you here can probably identify with what I'm going to say. That was before the time of training school. And so, when you got on the bicycle, your dad and your mom probably held the bike behind the seat while you got on there. And then, when you started to roll, they left go a little bit as you tried to pedal. But when you began to lose your balance, they reached out there and grabbed that bicycle again. 
and steady that for you until finally you were able to master that and do it yourself and be on your own. You know, with the natural skills in a temporal world, we are supposed to mature and not be an apprentice any longer. Do it all around <clears throat> You know, in the uh, spiritual world, it's a little different. It's a little more mysterious. You know, God wants us to grow in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Peter said that in his book. A desire that we would grow and that we would mature. And so he designed it that he would give unto us apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers so that we could be perfected in him for the work of the ministry that is before us and the edifying of the body of Christ until we could all come together in unity. And of the knowledge of the Son of God is a perfect man, and of the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So we are to rebuild him and to mature. But you know what? No matter how much I mature in this life, I'm still going to wobble and flop and crash. I need him all the time. I'll never get to the point where I'm beyond his complete dependency. Without his continual presence on the inside of me, I will be skills develop on the outside to work in Spiritual godliness takes place on the inside and works powerfully and it's a continual process regardless of my maturity. The mystery of godliness. Seeing language Well, we're at the time of the season where uh, we rejoice in the fact that the angel Gabriel announced Christ's conception to Mary. He announced his birth, an angel announced his birth to the shepherds. After Christ's temptation in the wilderness, angels ministered unto him. In the garden of Gethsemane, before he was Whenever his disciples used the weapons of this general warfare in his defense, he said, I could pray to my Father, and he would deliver me with more than 12 legions of angels. That's over 10,000. Now let's look at this mystery just a moment. 
writer wrote like this, when I consider the heavens and work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars, thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, the son of man that thou visitest him? Thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and found him in glory and honor. Now pick that up over where he writer started writing. He picked that verses up in Psalms and he he wrote like this. And we're getting this from the second chapter of Hebrews, starting at the fifth verse. For unto the angels that he not put in subjection the world to come, where it would be. But one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man of our mind of a man of the son of man of salvation of sin? I made him a little lower. And the angels, thou poundest him with glory and honor, and he set him over the work of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under him, for in that he has put all things in subjection under him, he has left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. This is the verse we want. But we see Jesus, who is made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering. Death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. And the question I want you to think about here for just a moment is what all he gave up, and this is a mystery, what all he gave up. Now, let's look back at chapter Hebrews, chapter 1. Let's just see what he did. Verse 4. This is Jesus. Being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they, for unto which of the angels said he in any time, not by son of day have I forgotten the begotten name again, I'll be to him a father, and he'll be to me a son. Again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, and let all the angels of God worship him, and the, the angels, and of the angels, he saith, he maketh his angels spirits and ministers a flame of fire. But of the Son saith, thy Son, O God, is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness. Is the scepter of thy kingdom. Jesus is exalted by his Father, and he is worshipped by all the angels of God, this says. And what we just said a while ago was that he was made lower than they were. Quite a mystery. You know, I think about a man who experiences it in this You know, Nathaniel experienced the miracle of Jesus knowing him and where he'd been under the fig tree in his own yard before he ever saw Jesus. And he marveled at that mystery. But Jesus told him, he said, you're going to see greater things than this, Nathaniel. You're going to see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Nathaniel witnessed angels worshiping Jesus. 
God's blood righteousness and make you next to me. Therefore, God, even thy God, has anointed thee with oil, with the oil of gladness to love thy fellow. And thou, Lord, in the beginning, and laid the foundation of the earth and the heaven are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, and they all shall wax old as death of garment. And in the vesture thou fold them up, they'll be changed, but thou art the same, and thy years fail not. But of which of thee, but to which of the angels saith thee at any time, sit on my right hand and tell it like thy name, thy footstool. Jesus Christ is Lord and Creator of angels. And yet, in the mystery of godliness, he for a season became lower than they were just to say. Isn't that a mystery? Hallelujah for that mystery. And then the last verse says that. He sends angels to minister to us. However, we're not going to talk about preaching to the Gentiles again in the world and receive nothing in glory. But as you go back and, and study the chapters that Brother Kurt read to us to start with, you're going to see that after the mystery, as the princes of this world that they did not understand because they crucified Jesus Christ, you're going to see that the spiritual man has some of this mystery, at least in part, revealed to him, and he even has said that he has the mind of Christ. So there have been lots of essays written on Christianity. I think libraries are full of books on Christianity. But this is your homework. I'd like for you just in one sentence to explain Christianity to the unbeliever. And it's such my method. In one sentence, explain the mystery of Christianity to an unbeliever. Well, as you experienced this season and all of the celebrations of the birth of Jesus, I'd just like for you to meditate on the great mystery that we believe. God bless you. Have a song and then we'll have a little prayer service after that.